0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: It's time for the most average podcast ever. <laughs> it's Zach. He's Dad, He's bad. It's He's so bad. It's brought everywhere. And the news. You were a terrible idea. Why did you let us do that? It's so bad! <laughs> Alright, welcome back. Another edition of Zach and the Nose Podcast, Volume 29, the Sam Madison edition of the Zach and the Nose Podcast. And guess what, folks? It's time for round two of the Fantasy Food League, and we had the grades for it. We're going to go over everything right now before we get started. Obviously, I'll bring in my partner in crime, as always, The Nose at Spencer SpencerNose.com. On Twitter, N O S E knows good morning, good afternoon, good evening. How are you? Huge respect
0: to Sammy Madison, a local now coach, I believe, here. But to me What do you mean
1: local coach anymore? He took a job with the Kansas City Chiefs. I did not see that. I, I thought he he's, was like a
0: Queen his head coach. He
1: was at St. Thomas, and now I believe he has taken a job in the NFL. I think it's with the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Wow, I didn't see this. How all about knowing. that guy? I mean, he is the man. That's I mean, it. he was an all-pro stud, but this to me is the Dave Magadan wow. edition. That's right. I know some of the old school people from wow. the New York Mets fans will remember number twenty nine, Dave Magin, in one of the most compact lefty swings
1: the game had in the early nineties. Twenty nine in your uh, on the field, number one in your hearts, right there. Uh, okay, so we have uh, differing numbers now, jersey numbers once again, like we always do here on the show. Uh, all right, so it is round two of the fantasy food league. Uh, round two was Channing Crowder versus Mark Hockman, the afternoon drive host here on five hundred and sixty WQAM. They picked out their restaurants, they gave them to us. We have tried both. Now it's time to grade both and see who wins in round two of the Fantasy Food League. So let's start off with Mark Hockman. Mark Hockman picked Tucker Dukes' lunchbox uh, for us to go to. Now, Tucker Dukes, when I think about it, because I was on the afternoon show for a long time with Hawk, I think of Tucker Dukes, I think of Eyes Closed, a burger, a burger some specialty way, possibly some of the tater tots, because I know we used to always get them as well. And um, they have mac and cheese. They have a lot of good stuff there. Yeah, we uh, tried a lot of stuff there. We did. So let's start off with Tucker Dukes, Mark Hockman's choice uh, for the round two of the Fantasy Food League. So we walk into
0: Tucker Dukes, a uh, small place, but actually very, you know, I would say a very cozy, fun little place to go to. If you wanted to watch a game, you could watch a game there. Um, but just no thrills, you know, one of those places that looks like it you know, has craft beer, sure, it's got it does, different yeah. kinds of wine. It's definitely like a, a local cool joint that actually made me feel like I was in like a, more of like a Asheville, North Carolina type place I that like was Asheville, in South Florida. Yeah. So I felt like when I walked in there, I was going to, I, w- I was sort of casted away to a different place, which
1: was a good start for sure. Of course. Okay. Of course. And we normally bring a character with us, uh, someone from the crew. Uh, we had Big Scotty with us uh, at, at the lunch and Scotty's eaten at Tucker Duke's before and knew the restaurant pretty well, not like us. I mean, I've eaten there. I've eaten Tucker Duke's uh, lunch before, but I've never been in the restaurant. I've never really seen the menu. I just, whatever Hawk used to order for me, that's what it does. But Scotty was like this kind of way also. He kind of knew the ins and outs of stuff. He surprised us a little bit in the beginning um, at the appetizer range of, uh, of, of our meal that day.
0: Well, let's talk about it. Let's just jump right in. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we decided to start out with a few different things. We had the pork. Uh, tots, basically pork nacho tots. Yes. Okay. And so the pork nacho tots came in a bowl, and the tots were engulfed in what I would call a cheese soup. Not a sauce.
1: And, and, and let me tell you, where I wasn't ready for that was we've had those nacho tots here when Hawks brought them in before. And usually they come in like the styrofoam box and they're laid out. And then Scotty told us at the lunch that day that they're normally on like a dish like where you would see a whole bunch of nachos on a big dish laid out and the crispy tots and it wasn't just kind of in a soupy sauce. I was, kind of, I was kind of let down a little bit because I was really looking forward to the tots. A little bit let down by the nacho tots because of the fact that the top layer, the top couple pieces nice crunchy delicious tater tots second third fourth layer of it kind of
0: soupy tots that's the problem okay so in my opinion a not a great nacho no matter how you form it whether it's tortilla chips or tots has to have multiple layers yep. that was not the case in this situation so what we had was three to four very good bites not so much pork on it another slight you know deduction if you would sure um the three or four bites at the top of a nachos are always magical. Of course. But then what happens? You have to eat the rest of it. Yes. Well, what we found out was after that first layer, it was just all in this cheese soup, not sauce. And that was a little disappointing because um, the tots didn't get crisp. And the best thing about a crisp is you you bite into it. You got that crispy outside and that really nice chewy potato filling in the middle. That was not what it got to. It, was, it became soggy. So right off the bat – our first appetizer was I would say average at
1: best yeah I was I was a little disappointed uh the, the, it wasn't bad the, the top layer was really good if, if the entire thing was the top layer then this would have been a superb uh, appetizer in my in, in my head because I know what I, I knew what I was kind of expecting and I was not I was I was just a little let down
0: but then in the words of LL cool j don't call it a comeback it's been here for years we decided to order the wings wow I haven't I didn't see this coming, Zachariah. Me either. either. So let me explain what they do with the wings. Three types of cooking processes on this wings. First, they bake them to get the inside cooked. Then they take them and they put them in their smoker to get a smoky taste. And then after they smoke them, they flash, excuse me, flash fry them to get a really crispy
1: outside. And it's in a crazy little dry rub also, the wing. It's in a nice, like, tasting dry rub. It was like a
0: Louisiana. You know, it had the Creole seasonings, the pepper, the cayenne. So you bite into this. You get the crunch of a – the skin was a perfect crunch. Then you taste the smokiness, and then the baked part of it just made it super juicy inside. Again, I came to Tucker Dukes to have a burger. And
1: me too. Yeah, of and course. And I'm
0: just sitting there, and I'm still thinking about those wings. They were so good. Their wings were phenomenal. Yeah. So not, yet, not
1: expecting that at all.
0: Not expecting it. So we had soupy tots, little busty, and then all of a sudden a huge comeback Home with run. these wings. Home, Home run, run. of the wings, yes. I couldn't believe that I went to Tucker Dukes, and I, again... I just, we, I don't even know why we ordered those wings. I
1: don't even remember it. Hawk didn't even tell us to order them. That's the difference, too. Hawk gave us a couple suggestions of what to get, of what to order while we were there, certain type of burgers and make sure we got the nacho tots and try the mac and cheese and this and that. But let me tell you, um, nacho tots to me, a little disappointing. Wings totally brought that entire appetizer kind of layer to our meal right back up, like um, right back up. Right back up. Yep. So we really did well there. Yep.
0: Then I got a uh, a tip from our buddy the Indian Campos mm-hmm. to have their jalapeno and bacon mac and cheese,
1: which sounds delicious. How could that go wrong? Right,
0: exactly. How could that go wrong? It went wrong. It did go wrong. It, came, it went wrong.
1: Is it the che- It was the another thing of the cheese sauce. It That's was, what it was. So they
0: basically transferred the cheese sauce from the tots, and it was a soup of mac, and the uh, the pasta was a little overcooked, so it was mushy. The jalapenos weren't really just—they were just chopped. They weren't fire roasted first or anything. Quite bluntly, very underwhelming yeah. uh, suggestion by that guy who is a bit of a foodie. Yeah, I was Shame. expecting a little more at a campsite on that one. Yeah, but let's get into what really Tucker Duke. We were is there about. for one reason. Let's one reason only. Really really yes. We were there for their burgers, and let me tell you, their burgers did not disappoint. They were amazing, guys. If you want a burger joint in South Florida. Broward, and we're going to get today. Trust me, boys. But when, if you're in Broward and you
1: want a great burger, I highly recommend Tucker Deuce. Me too. Can you me tell too. me about what your experience was? Okay, so we were looking at all the burgers, and I wasn't exactly sure which one to get. They have one burger there. Is it the Mondragon Burger? That's what I had. Okay, that, that really, to me, was one of the ones I, I, I wanted to get. But once I saw that you ordered it, I wanted to go something different. They have another burger there that I did not try that eventually I do, Tanner and the Unicorn. This burger, by the way, and you've heard Hawk talk about it a million times on the show it is—the buns are grilled cheese sandwiches, full grilled cheese sandwiches, and then there's the burger inside and all the toppings they put Bacon, on there. Bacon, cheese. Everything you could think of is in the middle of it. That, to me, was just a little too much to eat right there. I wanted you to live. I really—I I wanted you to that live. That would have been a lot for, i would have split no. that with somebody and still been full for three days after that, so I decided, okay— I'm gonna take that one out of here because this one is probably that one's probably delicious. More than it's delicious. called the heart attack.
0: Yes. The cardiac, you know, whatever it is. A, a lot. Like, the cardiac attack. Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's a lot. So I decided to go with the big haas. The big haas burger. <laughs> right. Of course. <laughs> one notch that, I mean, right. I mean, this if there's anything just under that, it was this. Tell us about this it. This one had, this was, by the way, it had about four or five pieces of bacon on it and four or five pieces of cheese. And it came with that cheese sauce that we had for the first two things on the side to pour over the burger. Now What happened with me was is that I was a little sauced out from the tots and a little sauced out from trying the mac and cheese. I didn't order the mac and cheese, but I did have a couple scoops from yours to to try to see what it was like.
0: The choking cheese?
1: Yes. (laughs) I decided at that point to use the cheese more as a dip. As like if I want to dip the burger in the cheese, more cheese, that's fine. But this burger I had easily had four or five pieces of cheese on it to start off with and about four or five or six pieces of bacon on it. Cooked beautifully. I wanted it medium. I didn't want it medium rare. I didn't want it medium well. I wanted it right down the middle, right in the medium range. This thing came out perfectly medium. Bun was delicious. I believe it was an onion bun that it was on. One of the onion rolls, okay? Totally surprised by that. Figured it would come out just on a regular like hamburger bun, maybe a little toasted, maybe a little butter on it, something like that. Was totally Overwhelmed by that uh, by that bun because it was so good. The bun by itself, I could have just eaten.
0: The small differences in burger joints, and it, I I have a passion for this subject because to me, to go to a place that you know is a basically a burger joint or you know a, a bar where you go watch uh, games, it really bothers me when these places don't have you know. Burgers just like Tucker Deuce had, which are creative burgers that have different items on it. For example, Big Scotty got what is in other words of a breakfast burger where he had the sunny side egg. That's right. He had the bacon on it. He had the cheese on it. And then you cut the bake, you know, the you cut the yolk and the yolk comes out. I mean, how hard is it to fry an egg and put it on a burger to make your burger different than every freaking bacon cheeseburger out there? And the same thing. They gave you a really fresh onion bun. Delicious. Completely. It was delicious. I didn't see it coming. I loved it. And that's the little difference is that this burger joint and my from opinion, other burger places.
1: Exactly. And my big thing for me was uh, the way I could grade out a burger place is sure by all the toppings and the extra stuff and the eggs and the bacon and the cheese and if it's jalapenos whatever. How would that burger taste with no cheese on that bun by itself cooked, seasoned the whole deal? I told you the second I got up after I eat, I scarfed down that burger. Oh, you did. I said I could come here and have a hamburger with no bun and still think this was a good meal. Right. And that, the, to me, was good
0: enough. And the best part was we, uh, we spoke to the owner after, and this was a, you know, not a one-third chuck, one-third brisket, you know, wagyu beef, Japanese wagyu. No, this is a good old American USDA ground Beef, That's right. That they make their own personal patties and they do season to, to taste. So I, uh, you know, I I watched you. Oh boy, that it was bur- delicious. Dude, that burger went down
1: fast. I told you, and I I kept I kept waiting to see because I wanted more tots. I had the urge for those tots after having them a couple times. That I wanted to wait, but my burger was absolutely delicious. What was the burger that you ordered off the menu there?
0: See, I'm someone who wants that creative burger. Sure. I want to be different. I want to taste something that is different than the everyday. Bar that you go to Twin Peaks or something like that, and you just get a cheeseburger. I went with the, what's called the Mon Dragon. Okay. So what the Mondragon was, just like the uh, you know your beef patty, like we discussed, a piece of well, a few pieces of smoked Gouda cheese. We had crispy bacon, but on below the on top of the crispy bacon, but on the bottom bun they had a maple bacon chutney. Wow. Let me repeat maple, maple bacon chutney. Can't what, even say it. So what we have there is we have the sweet and then the sour and then the greasy and then the everything. You take one bite, maybe a little messy, but that's okay. That's okay. It was a delicious burger. Yes, I, yes. I, I could safely say all three of us loved
1: our burger. But Absolutely. let me tell you what
0: I love most about this because a big part of it, so we're talking about creativity was sure, great. Sure, sure. But the presentation, tell me about
1: it. Okay, so the burger tell tell me comes out. It. Okay, the burger comes out, and a lot of the times when you get a big burger, like – Nose's burger was huge just in size. Uh, big Scotty's burger, because of all the stuff on top, it was big. Mine, with bacon and cheese just, like, layered up, it was big. So a lot of the times, you have to be not the man at the time, and you have to cut that burger in half. This burger comes out in a plate with a big-ass steak knife right in the middle of it, saying to us, it is okay to cut this burger into a half or four quarters, whatever it's easiest for you to enjoy this burger. If it doesn't come out with a knife, it doesn't mean you shouldn't cut it. But this one specifically said to me, here's the knife. This burger is big as you know what. Cut it in half if you need to enjoy it that way. And the first thing I did was cut it in half because I wanted to see the inside of the burger.
0: Perfect. Sorry, there's nothing more manly than a big, big knife. cut, Just stabbed through the middle of your burger on a wood plank and saying, come cut me and eat me. Oh yeah, right. No, Yeah, you could do it without the cut, but no. You need to cut this thing in half to get control of that burger. Otherwise, that thing is going to just fall apart. So just again, when you are hungry and you're ready to chow and you have a burger presented to you with a huge knife in the middle, I'm sorry. I just love the presentation of it. So you know, overall, we're going to go over the scoring system, but if you really uh, love burgers... I think you
1: have a great spot. Yeah, Tucker Dukes definitely hit the spot for a burger place. All right, let's go over the scores for this. Top score you can get is a 40 in the uh, Fantasy Food League. We've done already two restaurants. This will be number three on the, uh, in, ra- in the first one in round two for Hawk versus Cratter. So, Hawks,
0: Tucker Dukes. Okay. We'll start off in which category? So, we're going we're gonna to go with taste. And, again, I want to remind everybody here that we are being tough because if we recommend something that is in, like, the 35 range overall – this is like, stop what you're doing and go. That's how good it is. So Correct. So we are being food snobs, we are being judgy, and we are being tough. And I just wanted to say that. Okay. Tucker Dukes, taste overall. If we were just eating that burger, it would have been a
1: 17. It would have been as close to 20 as we possibly got. And those got. wings. Oh, yeah. oh those yeah. wings. Oh, but.
0: We did order other things there, and there were disappointments.
1: Well, two A-pluses. The burger was an A-plus to me uh, if we were giving out uh, grades from school. And uh, and the wings were an A-plus, and it's such a surprise that it helped out. The problem was is that that's not all we had on the table. The nacho tots came highly recommended from people who have eaten there before and from Mark Hawkman himself. And uh, Campos recommended the the mac and cheese, the jalapeno mac and bacon mac and cheese. Um those two things were totally underwhelming. Even with two A-pluses and then two kind of Ds or D-minuses.
0: I got the burger more of a B-plus than, okay. than an A-plus. I had it as I know a you plus. did. It you was so You were very good. clear. Yes. You were very passionate about that this it.
1: This was one of the best burgers I might have ever had in my life. Yeah, it's a great burger. Yeah. It's
0: a great burger. Um, so overall, for the taste, we're giving it a 14 out of 20 okay. because there were fails. Um, that cheese soup, not- Just a little too much. And I love a cheese sauce. Yeah. And it just didn't have that- Overall thickness that you're looking for, it was just runny. So again, being super tough on it, uh, the taste was a fourteen out of
1: twenty. Okay, okay, it's a good score there. Uh, What's the next category we're uh, scoring? Oh baby, presentation.
0: Yep. So everything that came to us, just in terms of the presentation, with the knife right through the burger, the way that they presented all of their food
1: was even the soupy nacho tots came out and they looked. The presentation was great on them. It's not just until we got second layer.
0: It's presentation slash creativity. Sure, sure. And what I loved about this place is that you could get so many different type of styles of burgers. Just like you were talking about the unicorn. Uh-huh. Not going to be for me. But the fact that you could go there and literally get any type of burger you may want. And then they have other types of stuff. If you wanted, like the turkey burger, if you are going and uh, down a healthier road. Not for us on this particular No, trip. not particular. But they made everything um, on their menu looked so sexy, and on top of it, with the, again with the knife down the middle, and that really mid- did it for me. the knife in the middle, it, it did, did it for us. Yeah, we're giving it a nine wow. out of ten. Wow, Tucker Deuce. very high score. Nine yes. out of ten. Yes. Um, so the overall experience. This is a little tricky one. Yeah, can, yep. can we talk about it? Yeah, of course. Okay. So the owner comes to us after the the meal. Huh. And. Let's just say he started talking to us. He started telling us us the process of how he cooks those wings. Sure. And he was telling us basically what his vision of his restaurant was, which was a craft burger and beer place come. And he said, look at those. You have three TVs. And he goes, if there's an FSU game on, we got it on. Big problem for the nose right there
1: uh, he said FSU and Miami so he he basically and, and then, then
0: he he backtracked a little bit that's yes. an FSU man
1: yes okay yes. he's a, he's an FSU guy now uh-huh. now no. because he said right after FSU and even the Miami games he said what
0: he said we don't like the gators over here yeah Ooh. that hurts a little bit I wasn't wearing anything gators no 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 I didn't None give of it away. Were. no 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 so the guy came up to us and basically said Gators aren't welcomed here. Okay, that's fine. But that's a no. And yeah. he was talking about Charlie Ward, Amp Lee, all the players from the Peter past. Peter Warwick.
1: Not... Yeah, no. Peter Warwick was damn good. He was so good. That's another podcast by itself. I don't want to talk about yeah, that me guy. me either.
0: <laughs> Temerick Vanover?
1: Yes! Anyway,
0: so... Snoop Menace. Uh, no, the overall experience was great. We're just having some fun. Oh, of course, But of he course. did come in and basically said this is an FSU bar. Yeah, okay, that, That's how yeah. I took it. And so... Overall experience, though, was great. We had a great time there. Great recommendation by Hawk. We gave the overall experience a
1: 6.5. Okay, so if my math is correct here, is that a 29.5? You're really sneaky good with the math because there's am. nothing in front of you right now. No, 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 no.
0: 29.5, Tucker Dukes. That's great, a great score. Great recommendation yeah. by the Hawk. Great restaurant. Recommend all of you guys to go out. If you want a burger that is not your everyday burger that's got creativity, go there, grab a beer. No doubt about it. All
1: right, so that is the Hawk special for round two of this. Uh, he was against Channing Crowder. Channing Crowder's got a, uh, a very open palate, I guess you could say. He will just about eat anything in the whole world or at least try it. I remember one time having a conversation with him about eating corn-fed raccoon. So that was not, luckily, uh, recommended to us to eat on this side of the bracket. But Channing Crowder did recommend Shuck and Dive, a Cajun food joint. In Fort Lauderdale, uh, they have basically everything you could think of when it comes to the little seafood items on the menu, uh, from crawfish to oysters to you name it. They have it there. And I remember going there years and years and years ago, and they had a like kind of deep fried chicken sandwich that was one of the best I had ever had in my life. The I Jamal ex- Anderson, baby. That's it. The Dirty Bird. There's just a lot of good stuff there. So I had been there once before, just like I had eaten Tucker Dukes before, but I haven't been there in probably eight or nine years uh, since I lived down in Fort Lauderdale. So I went into it with a fully open mind, as did Nose, and we got there, and I think we were both kind of very happy to look at that menu and see a lot of the favorites that we've had there before. But let's start off with what we got uh, appetizer-wise. Now, I'll I'll, I'll even start quickly. Because of the fact that we had the wings – At Tucker Duke's, I felt obligated at that point, because I'm a wing guy, I love chicken wings, I felt obligated to try the wings at Chuck and Dive. Now, I also, at that point, figured we were going to a Louisiana kind of bar and grill. I want the hottest, hot, 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 hot sauce you could give me and put those on the wings. So that was kind of my order for appetizer. What else did we get Uh, appetizer? I
0: got to say, I was blown away by you. So this guy, really quick, this guy orders the wings and basically says, I want your triple X sauce. And immediately my stomach all of a sudden starts churning because I can't handle that. Well, they
1: had the regular sauces. They had mild, medium, and hot, and then triple X and then voodoo. Those were the sauces. You went with the voodoo, didn't you? I got triple X on the wings with a side of the voodoo and then poured the voodoo all over the triple X wings. Gentlemen, ladies, this guy
0: didn't sweat once. He was like, I want something hotter. We asked for a hotter sauce. They didn't have one. They didn't have
1: one. They said, that is the hottest we have here, and I scarfed down all 10 of them without letting you guys so eat any. Real quick,
0: the the wings were a little different, but do, which one did you enjoy more?
1: Uh, that That's an interesting uh, situation to bring up because... Uh, Chuck and Dive had your normal chicken wings, had your normal chicken wings that you go into a chicken wing place, nice and fried. They weren't uh, flash fried and baked and everything like they did at Tucker Dukes. Tucker Dukes was a different chicken wing. This one was your normal chicken wing with the hottest sauce ever. Uh, so, so they say, not in my mind, but the so they you say. You didn't
0: drop a sweat.
1: I'll be honest. I was expecting with the hot, hot voodoo XXS sauce, XXX sauce to legitimately be Sweating and possibly pooping my pants, and neither happened. So, I was a little underwhelmed by the wings and gave Tucker Dukes a little bit of the edge on the chicken
0: wings. I, I thought their Tucker Dukes won that chicken
1: wing. It was kinda. just different and just, and it tasted really good. But what else, right. what else was appetizer so, wise on the menu for us?
0: What I'll just start off with, you know, the prime jewel of what I thought was we went with uh, this is an oyster place, this is shuck and dive, okay? So, we went with the oysters and we went with the three way, they have three different styles. And there's a sampler. So what we had were the black and blues, which were oysters that were shucked perfectly with a compound butter, some blackening seasoning, and then crumbled blue uh, blue cheese. And then they finish it under the broiler. So it's like got this black little melty. I love it. I literally can't tell you I have been dreaming about these ever since. They dropped into my mouth and literally it was like you were eating creamy, delicious, briny oysters. Oh my god, they were so good! Oh my god, they were so good! And then they had the rock, the oysters Rockefeller, which is a classic uh, French Quarter New Orleans of course, which has the cream spinach, onion, garlic, and then they have like this what's called a pernod liqueur, where it's just a, um, you know, it's a new, it's like um, it just had a little bit of a like um, I can't explain it. It, it tasted a little um, like licorice or something. Okay, pop those in, amazing! But the the jewel was the Oysters Bienville, which had shrimp, bacon, green peppers in a cream reduction, and then it's topped with Parmesan cheese that they put under the broiler again. So you have this hard Parmesan uh, crust on the top, Mm. and that's amazing, creamy, shrimpy oyster underneath it. Oh, my God. I mean, I didn't see it coming because I didn't really realize that I, I was going there for the po' boy, and we'll get there in a second. It was delicious. Each one of them, I wanted more. I wanted more.
1: Well, um, that's that was a good start. We also got alligator, uh, fried alligator bites. Is that what we got also there? We
0: had fried alligator yeah. bites. I mean, we have you know the gator for the gator, Channing of course, Crowder. Of course. For my liking, I thought there was too much bread on the fry. Um, I took off the bread and actually ate the gator itself, and it was totally tender and delicious. But for me, I rather have had it flash fried. It was a uh, thick fry, so I felt like I had. More of the breading and the crunch than actually the gator. The gator, okay. It had a nice remoulade with it. I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong, but if we're going to be super picky, um, I thought it was just an okay to good appetizer.
1: I thought the fry and it was good because that's what you're looking for in when you order something like that. It just come, if the fry was a little too much or the breading was a little too much for somebody, that's one thing, but I thought these were cooked perfectly and it's exactly what I was looking for in the fried alligator. Bite.
0: Oh yeah, no, you enjoyed those fried yes. alligators. I, I saw that. Yep. And then uh, I had to do it because I'm a grimy dude. You want to talk about the crawfish? Oh, my
1: God. You want to talk about okay, it? Okay, so Doe's uh, orders uh, one and a half pounds of crawfish. Comes over in a little, you know, a little bowl. It's really nice. It's, it looked great. Um, and then, you know, he, we did a little video, a little funny one. I don't know if we'll post it or not, of how to eat a crawfish, how to open it up and eat it. Now, there was a debate going on at the table because we brought the doc with us here to lunch there uh, at, at Chuck and Dive. And the doc opened it up and looked and said, dude, this, this little piece right here, I think it's poop. So in a, in a shrimp, there's, like, the vein
0: line, yes, right? Yes, the
1: you, you, you vein shrimp uh, before you cook it and eat it, and then that's fine. I've done that before. Um, so it's possible that this was the same way. It looked like the vein, whatever it was. So Nose was saying, this is, this is the vein. Like, give me a break. You got to eat this part. And the doc kept saying, listen, I'm a doctor. Anatomy is what I do. This is poop. This is like a running thing of poop through the back. And we had a huge debate at the table. There were bets going on. on who's picking up the check? Because that's how crazy this got at the that's table. That's going to
0: be a vein. It's not a poop, okay? Yeah. So, so we,
1: we, we I'll, I'll tell it how it was. We brought over the guy. Did not tell him what the bet on the table was. Did not tell him any of the instances of what's going on. We said, what the hell is this? And the first thing he says is, that's the poop line.
0: Straight up, the poop line.
1: I died laughing Nose lost the bet but they were eating the poop line how much poop, poop how much poop did i have you are full of shit that's all i have to say right now and it's literal and it's not even because of what you're talking you just now have Probably forty pieces of poop from crawfish in your system.
0: Yes, I do. Yeah, and then I played a whole game of softball. Yeah, right afterwards. Literally, right yep, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, right of poop. afterwards.
1: Full of poop. You're full of shit.
0: Three, so, three, for four. That's
1: okay. So not bad. Maybe you should be full of shit every week. Okay, so uh, the crawfish was there. What else was ordered on the table uh, uh, outside of the crawfish? I can't even remember right now. I'm thinking about it. I got the poop you. line. So for me,
0: the classic is a po boy, got and it po I boy. love seafood. So I got the fried shrimp and fried oyster. Half and half po' boy. Then you have it with a little of the banana peppers. You put a little onion on it. A little remoulade that comes like a New Orleans little spicy cayenne remoulade. Phenomenal. I mean, I'm eating in Broward County. Genuine. And you could see the chefs are straight from New Orleans. I'm eating a genuine, real, great, great po' boy. The crunch. This was not overbreaded. The crunch of... The shrimp, the crunch, and then creaminess of the oyster. A great bread, a po' boy bed. Very simple to the point. We had it with cheese tots. So...
1: Let me tell you, these cheese tots. Well, we had to get the tots too. We, there, you could have gotten fries, but we we're decided uh, we yeah. had to do. That's why I did the wings. That's why we did the tots. Uh, cheese tots were really good. Came in a skillet. They were like perfectly burnt at the end, and not I mean burnt like where they were black, but perfectly kind of burnt at the end. so The cheese was kind of not melted. It was kind of like almost looked like a baked look on the tots.
0: They were really, really good. And then the vagina doctor got a yes catfish po' boy, yes, which was cornmeal dusted which was different than the flour. It was money. I mean, the crunch was perfect on it. It was not over-fried. It was just a wonderful dish. You put some hot sauce on it. I definitely tried some of his. I had to because it's just my job. Of course, you had to try a little bit
1: at uh, the table. Crowder
0: had like 20 things for us to try. We tried.
1: We would have been there for three days. We tried as
0: much as we can. I want to go back and get their gumbo. I want to go back and get a lot of things. Okay, But overall... Um, well, let's do, before you say
1: overall, let's do the grading. What right. do we have? Let's get right to the grading on this. Okay, what do you have? I'm coming. I'm, I'm
0: going through my notes.
1: No, that's okay. Okay. So, like I said, 40 is the top score you can get. 20 is the top in the first category you can get for taste. What did we have in there for the grades for taste?
0: Okay, so for taste, again, saying we're going to be tough. The po'boys and the catfish were amazing. The wings that I watched, watched you were a little underwhelming, in my opinion. The crawfish were great, but they were very small. So the tails were very small. I've had meatier and larger ones. I loved it great, but overall, I, could, I thought the, the, you know the, they could have been a little bigger. It was a lot of work to get out a very small amount of meat. Um, the cheese tots were really, really good. Overall, a great, great meal. Um, did it blow my mind great? No, it didn't blow my mind. But if you want Creole, Louisiana, home cooking... We found the spot. Oh, my God. It was great. We give the taste a 14. Yep,
1: 14. Not a bad score there. it really
0: did match exactly Tucker Duke's taste. 14 to 14 on that one. Now, again, we're comparing them, not against each other. No,
1: no. What you're getting from a Creole, New Orleans restaurant, that's how we do it. Just like the burger place. As a burger, how did it taste? As a New Orleans, Creole, Cajun place, how did this food taste?
0: Okay. Presentation,
1: Creativity. I'm
0: giving it – We well, we did this together. so yes. We gave it a 7. Uh-huh. Okay. It was no thrills. Um, the creativity, it was what you would expect. It was, you know, in your face, but it should be. But when the food came out, it wasn't, like, uh, done in any special fashion. But it was straight and to the point. I couldn't give it – we couldn't give it much more than a 7. So we we provided it. 7 was a good score for seven. that. Yeah. And uh, overall experience. The overall experience, we had a great time there. Um, the place is a very cool spot. If you want a happy hour, they have a bar scene. They have fun people that work there. Um, overall experience, Zach and I provided at an 8.5. When these guys were, when we had this bet, and the, we had the whole restaurant. Oh, everyone was coming everyone over to talk over, about the poop line. I wasn't allowing it to be the poop line until yep. I, then I finally used the Google machine. It was the poop. I one. can't believe how much poop I had. Yeah, you, you ate a lot of shit. Yeah. But all of a sudden, everybody was attentive, and we just we were talking to all the people that worked there. We just had a gr- and they had no idea why we were there. We don't. We're not douchey and walking. Oh, we're here for a podcast of a food. Recruit. No. no, they, we they don't had do no that. idea. and They still have no idea. No, still. But overall, um, yeah, the presentation. Excuse me. Overall, we gave it a seven point five. Do, do,
1: do, do, do. Wow. So, if my math is correct on that, also excuse me. Overall, it was an 8.5. 8.5. Yeah, okay, so eight point five makes wow. Uh, that makes it very interesting because now we have a tie, twenty nine point five to twenty nine point five, which makes me go to the rule book real quick. Hold on. Do you believe we had a tie? And this was not. No, no, yeah. I, first off, I never thought it's on page eighty five of the rule book. And, and we're not and looking I don't even at the other
0: score. We went to place two weeks beforehand. It was a straight tie to the point .5.
1: Okay, so I have to let you do the tiebreaker on this uh, to a point. Uh, the tiebreaker is the way we set it up in the beginning. If it ever gets down to a tie, which we never thought it would ever would because that's why we use half points and stuff like that, I need you to pick out the best dish you had at both restaurants and tell me which dish was the best out of the two. Okay. It Wait. doesn't matter if it's appetizer or main dish or anything else. could be a side dish. Whatever it was, the best dish at Tucker Duke's was what to you? That burger okay, was delicious. The best dish at Shuck and Dive was what to you?
0: The three-way oysters.
1: Okay. You're allowed to have one of those two dishes right now as your meal. The best out of the two is what? It's not easy. I know, but the decision has been made.
0: I want to order that three-way oysters, and I want to eat them and eat nothing else for the rest of my
1: life. Well, then, the winner of round two, because of the tiebreaker, will go to Channing Crowder and Shuck and Dive. Winner. Because of tiebreaker.
0: Those oysters, if you like oysters, were next level. I put my nose behind it. Wow. That's how good it was. Okay. So, yes, congratulations. Winner of round two. Channing Crowder. Channing Crowder. And just, to, just to make a, 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 an observation for those who are paying attention— uh, Tucker Dukes beat our other two restaurants. Yes, these are Ge- the two top scores. Georgia Pig had a 28.5, and, and Runway 84 had a 27. Tucker Dukes and, and both um, Shuck had 29 in 20, a yes. half. Yeah, but the so tiebreaker
1: goes to Tucker Dukes I mean to Shuck and Dive in this. Wow. So two really good restaurants against each other. Actually, we've had four really good spots to eat at, but I never thought we'd come down to a tie in that tiebreaker. It's literally on the last page of our little nose rulebook. Oyster nose dreaming. Rule yeah. I've
0: been literally oyster dreaming.
1: Alright, well that'll do it, I guess, for volume 29 now because we got our winner. Round two. Round three is going to come up, but that's going to be something secretive right now. Uh, just know that in the next couple Coming weeks, we are going to be doing a round three of Zack of the Nose Fantasy Food League over the summer. Now, I say secretive because I don't want to give away who we're using yet, and I don't want to give away if there's any celebrity status coming up with this coming up, but we are doing a round three coming up. That is the tease. It's a radio tease. It sure is, isn't it? It's a
0: radio tease for you. Well, Shuck and Dive is the leader going into the next round. Wow. And, um, but for really, for both places, highly recommend. If you want a burger, you go to Tucker Duke's. You're not going to be disappointed. If you want to feel like you're going to New Orleans and you're going to have some real flavor and great, great low-down Cajun cooking, loved it. Loved
1: All it. Right. All right. That's it. Zach and the Nose podcast, volume 29. The Dave Magadan The Sam Madison edition. Round two of the Fantasy Food League is over. Round three coming up soon. The tease for that is it's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you for listening as always. One time Smalls. One time. One time for Smalls. Uh, Just keep downloading. Keep uh, listening to the podcast. Keep subscribing and tell all your friends. Tell your mama. Tell your enemies. Tell the people in jail. Tell whatever you want at that point. Uh, We love you. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you for volume 30.